Shut up and be nice. I am Anna East. <laughs> and I'm Lindsay. <laughs> I told Lindsay to just let me start this podcast. <laughs> I was like, in my head, okay, so the, the topic of this podcast is 36 questions to fall in love, which is a very popular uh, YouTube video where people who don't know each other answer these questions. And I, what prompted me wanting to do this was how long tell people that might care or might not care but just might wonder wonder if we're in love <laughs> or we could be in love so oh wait with each other yeah oh, oh i thought you yeah. just meant in general i mean we already get looks oh on, yeah for anybody who doesn't know what me and lindsay look like um we look like a full blown lesbian couple <laughs> i mean which we could be but right. we are not with each other right no, we, I think there's so often that oh, when we're out about, yes. like out together in the real world, especially if it's like a store or like we're usually not we're usually like shopping a, for home goods together. Yes, we're constantly like shopping in home stores or clothes shopping. Oh, people and, think we're a couple. Yeah, and it, it, we've even grocery shop before. And, and it's I'm so like, ironic because really Lindsay do. is definitely the straighter one of the two of us, and mm-hmm. she is the one that is throwing people off. I know. She's I, wearing like a Calvin Klein baseball <laughs> hat, baggy pants, and a big old baggy sweater with some tennis shoes, and I'm like wearing a tight dress. Yeah. I, yeah, it's just, it's we're, ve- we're very aware mm-hmm. of who we are yeah we're very aware of the vibes that we give off which is fine i th- i love we went to the mall recently and i told yes. and i said to and you, i looked very i was i dressed very masculine you were yeah. like hyper feminine that day yeah. and I was you said like, when i got in the car oh, like, my, oh god. my god we, we knew yeah because i was wearing like biker shorts and a long baseball tee with my hair in two tight braids like yeah. i, I look like you're we look like we're dating but yeah and every lesbian couple in the mall that day (laughs) stared at us because i noticed them but Lindsay doesn't so much but i did and i got when we got in the car when we were done i was like Lindsay, did you notice every lesbian couple was staring at us and she didn't but oh it was anyways so we're gonna just go ahead and see if we could fall in love because it might be Maybe I'll have to kick Jake out. Or maybe he can just be our no, roommate. No, we, we're, we're not. I mean, we are in love. Mm-hmm. And let's make that clear. Yeah. We are so much in love. Oh, yeah. Love is not, it's not what you think it is. Right. I'm all for having. Um, we're soulmates. Yes, exactly. I'm all for having, I think, I don't really believe in soulmates other than like friend soulmates. Yeah, me and too. I don't think my soul can connect with another person in it's a not romantic, romantic way yeah. like it can with a I think I can if something were to you happen meet your to your energy my, match yeah I think partner romantic partners come and go except for some people who it happens yeah, to it drive could, it could just but last. I think it's so like my parents but a friendship is yeah solid. exactly my parents are soulmates 
and they're the only people who like I but I think that because my parents are soulmates I'm not going to experience that in my lifetime because it's like once in a few generations I feel that and because of that I'm like my I will find a soulmate they'll just be my friends and you're my soulmate so you are my soulmate I mean we talked about that in our yeah very heavy last episodes yeah but let's jump in. Okay. I'm going to read go. the first question. So this is the New York Times, just for those of you who don't know, the New York Times put out a list of questions that they believe, and we'll have to maybe skip some and really fly through some because this is a There's long a lot list. of them. This is a list of questions that they believe your answers could lead you to love. So that's kind of playing off my whole joke, but not joke. Right. Maybe, so if you have a Tinder date coming up and you're ready to settle down, maybe this ask This is some these, content. Yeah, yeah. Maybe ask these questions. Also, I'd be interested to see our thoughts on these questions and whether or not they, like, actually matter. Yeah. Because you've been in plenty of relationships. I've been in plenty of relationships. Yeah. And I feel like we both... We both date. We're yeah. fire signs. <laughs> we both... We be we dating. Date. <laughs> we be dating and we be flirting. So <laughs> I feel like we could weigh in. Okay. Yeah. You want to go back and forth on asking questions? Or do you just want to ask? Yeah, I'll I'll start. Okay. Um, Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? So, like, name dropping, like, specific? Yeah, one person. One person? Yeah. (laughs) You. (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah. I think you're a great dinner. Like, if I'm like, oh, man, I have to go to, like, a dinner with somebody i think i'd want to bring you bitch i was gonna say you i was literally like when we opened up this list of questions we probably opened it up to maybe 15 seconds before we started yeah and i was like i was like a famous person a famous person i was no, thinking Lindsay. yeah no because i i thought about i thought about it more in the sense of when i feel awkward who do i turn to to like break the ice with me and it's you yeah it's like you literally you bring out who I am. Yeah, same. Yeah. Maybe we are in love. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we'll find that out. Maybe we'll find wow, that out. Wow, might be a plot twist at the end of this episode. Plot twist. We started a podcast and got married. I mean, I uh, anybody other than you, it would be like I mean, it, so dinner guest is weird cuz I think of people I would just want to talk to you one-on-one. Right. Or I I was thinking specifically who would I feel very comfortable introducing to somebody mm-hmm. and also like being a really great extension of myself like yeah. they're not going to embarrass me they're not going to feel embarrassed it's a dinner guest at the party yeah like it's, it's it's not like a date where it's right. like i just want to talk to you exactly like you're bringing this person because you think that they have something to offer the crowd that you're being at but also they will enjoy being around the yeah, crowd like that you, you're bringing me them and to. you both can't even say harry styles because it would just become like what would we do we wouldn't even we wouldn't even be able to speak because harry styles this is the part of the podcast <laughs> where <laughs> You sponsor me to talk about you right now. I'm doing it for free, and that's fine. But, you know, eventually maybe you can throw a couple bucks. I would like you to be at a – well, I wouldn't like to be at a dinner party because if I took you to a dinner party, I would hope that you and I are the only people in the room and you're the only person who can look at me, and I already know I'd be the only person looking at you. So Our friendship would be over if y'all had that close of a bond. I I wouldn't know what to do. I would be so jealous. All right, number two. You read it. Okay. Um – would you like to be famous and in what way? Why do you think we're doing this podcast? Obviously. Obviously we want to be famous. Obviously we are clout chasers. Hence Harry Styles sponsor the podcast. But I don't I actually 
want to be famous in the way that I can make like lasting or like oh. monetary change to something. Did you? You're ridiculous. You didn't spill that much. It actually. If yeah, you it heard was, that. It, was, it sounded a lot, but it, it, it was a splash. Much. We're a fine. Splash. I splashed. Um, I would want to be famous enough that I could make change monetarily and things. Yes. Like I want to yes. donate to a lot of things yes. that I can donate to. Yes. But I also yes. don't want to be. We've s- talked about this. Yeah, I don't want to be so famous, and because usually fame equates to wealth, and I wouldn't want to be so wealthy that I become what I. I hate. mean, if we do become super wealthy, we would just give a lot of it away. Mm-hmm. I don't. Really, I would hope so, but I think that. I would a never lot of want fame could. to where it it destroyed. Or destroys you. My my ability to connect mm-hmm. with myself, right? With others. I would also not want to be so wealthy that if I ever I don't particularly want children, but if I had children or a their generation, life, yeah, yeah, their life is something where they can't connect with people. I and they're think out about of touch that a lot. With reality. So that's how famous I would want to be. I want to make change and be nice. We just want money to literally. I mean, the best we'll probably ever have at best is. To be able to enact this just sense of you're safe and you're okay. And the people you care about and want to be safe Within, okay within safe. the people who are close to us and within ourselves. And that's we talk about that a lot. All the time. That's a big driving force. I think that's a great question to ask somebody. It's a lighthearted way to bring up some deeper things. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if someone says they just want to be rich and famous, probably leave them. Yeah. All right. Three. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you were going to say and why? Yes, because I have anxiety, a generalized yes, anxiety I think disorder. That's, I think that's all we have to say about that question. Yeah, duh. Four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Ooh, okay. You go first. I think a perfect day for me is, it could be a lot of things, because I do think that I'm a generally easy to please person. Mm-hmm. But you definitely are. Yeah, it doesn't take much. <laughs> but I actually had a perfect day a couple days ago when I it was the worst hangover I've ever had in my entire life. But I woke up at two, so I already was feeling like shit about myself because I don't ever sleep in that late. Jake, <laughs> my partner, and my housemate also gets home at like four, so he got home earlier than I thought he was going to be. So that was kind of exciting. And he was just very gentle with me and nice because he knew that I was hungover. But he also, like, took the dogs out and cut, like, we just cuddled and, like, watched TV and hung out and, like, had good conversation. And it was really dreary all day, but it was cold. I know what day you're talking about. It was a very dreary day. Yeah, it was Very romantic. Yeah. It was just sweet. It was, like, nothing particularly happened. I remember you calling me that day. It felt, I was just like, God... I'm so hungover, and all the medicine that I've taken really isn't doing anything, and I Aww. feel like trash for myself. But by the end Call of the day... Call me on those days so I yeah. can send you food or something. No, be, I didn't even need it, though. I know, but I just... I want to be... I want to be a day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. Perfect day. So it's basically where nothing particularly happened. Like, nothing in particular happens, but I feel very cared for yeah. and, like... Um, appreciated and I don't have to necessarily do much I think my perfect day is very similar however I would want to introduce some sort of adventure yeah and it doesn't have to be like a big adventure I just I I I tie places to people so tightly yeah so like I would want to go I live next to a cemetery and I love walking in Mm -hmm. the cemetery and I would love to just like like a dreary day like that 
all the things you said, but also attaching, like, we go on a walk, or, we, like, we go look at things, and we find things, and we, like, adventure and discover. Mm-hmm. Um, discovery and... Discovery is, like, the biggest thing for me with, mm-hmm. like, a perfect day is feeling like I learned something new about a place. Right. Learn something, or maybe... Even if it's something that you've done a million times, it, yeah. it's going to be very specific to that person. So yeah. it's like, oh, exactly. Their 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 perspective and their yeah. view on that place is going to change it. That's that's my perfect day. Uh, is what you said. Plus, just maybe that a aspect. little bit more. Yeah, just because I'm also like a little bit of a high strong person, so I need to like let your expand energy. energy. Yeah, I, I'm not a person that can just. You know me. I always yep. talk about people who watch Netflix too much yeah. bother me. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. You got to get out and do yeah. something a little. Gotcha. All right. Anyways, let's move on. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Every uh, us every all the time. Every single day. Yeah. I sing to that's, my dogs every morning. We don't even need to answer that's that question. That's a dumb question. Yeah, all the time. What? Oh, what it would be like to like have a specific time that you last sing. If you were ever to, if you were ever able to live in the age of ninety, live to the age of ninety, and retain either the mind or body of a thirty-year-old hmm. for the last sixty years of your life, which would you want? Okay, wait. If you're able to live at the age of ninety and retain, yeah, I'm either, like, what? <laughs> I know my reading comprehension is clearly not yeah. up to par. Okay, so in the last six years, the you mind have of a the young mind. person or the body, the mind of a young person and be older in the body or younger in the body and older in the mind. I guess I think I would like to be older in the mind and younger in the body. Wait, because wait, hold on. If you were able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind of a thirty-year-old for the last six years of your life, which would you want? Oh, okay. So your you your mind wouldn't advance past thirty. But your body would... Wait, what? (laughs) Hold on. New York Times. (laughs) If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old. Okay, okay, okay. So you're 90, you have the mind or body of a 30-year-old. So where we're at about now in our lives. But you're 90. Would you want the mind you have now or the body you have now? At 90. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, this is hard. I know, but, like, if you're 90 and I have the body of a 30-year-old... Yeah, you're just 90, and you could be the body you are, but a mind of a 90-year-old. But just as a pretty, like, this is not a fair question because 90-year-olds are at different places, but let's just, let's notebook it. Right. I mean, maybe without the Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. I just, whatever I can do to not have Alzheimer's. Oh, I'm a thousand percent on mind. Yeah. I don't care what my body looks like. I don't give a shit. I just don't want to have Alzheimer's. Yeah. I, I, I want the alertness, the, yeah. and I want to keep up with the young folks. I want, not, not even that. I just want to keep up with not misgendering people in the ways that gender will turn into a hundred different things in the next Or just like years. whatever is like controversial in 30 years. Yeah. I want to be able to uh, be like, oh no. no, yeah, I get it. Being, being <laughs> aware. Yeah. Aware. Politically. And personally, like, I think that's so much more important. I want to be on Twitter. Whatever the Twitter equivalent is in 60 years, that's what I would like. Vivian Westwood, her Instagram, she's so fucking on it. She's so here. How old is she? I have no... She's old. Older than Sin? I mean, I wouldn't... I don't know. I don't want to offend her. She's my favorite designer, but... She might be older than Sin. I just... But but she is... She is aware. 
Mm-hmm. And that is what I want. I want awareness. I don't care about my body. Yes. Yeah, All right, we I'll got it. It took us a very long... <laughs> it took us a long time to get to that, but we yeah. got it. Uh, did you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh. Ooh, I don't like that question. I don't really either. Let's skip it. Let's skip it. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. I don't have a partner. You want to skip that one, too? Yeah. That one's lame. It's boring. Me and Jake like the same pizza, and that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For what in your life do you feel the most grateful? I like that. You go first. I mean, I feel grateful about something I feel like you might feel grateful about. I feel grateful for support. Mm-hmm. And the amazing friendships I have in my life that mm-hmm. make everything fall to the wayside. I mean, e- everything. I have, sometimes it'll feel like, wow, that sucks that that didn't work. But what I have is so amazing that it's okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at your dogs right now in your living room. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about your dogs. I mean, when you put your dogs on FaceTime, I'm like... I just want to like reach to the phone and touch them. I know. And when I'm on Squeeze FaceTime them. with you, I want to reach the. I don't. We don't yeah. touch each other really, but like I just, I'm like yeah. I'm there with my friend. Mm-hmm. I feel grateful about my family. I feel grateful about which is an amazing thing to say that uh, yeah. I feel grateful That's what about, I was my about family. To say is my, I'm very blessed to have a good relationship. My, not with all my of family. my family. Yeah, some of my family. Your yeah. dogs, my dog, your friendship, other friendships, my job. Yeah. Yeah, my creativity. I'm grateful just to be alive and oh. experience shit that maybe other people before me didn't experience. Ah. Yeah, and that's, that's an easy question, I feel easy. like. It's what am I that... grateful for? Everything that I can be grateful for. Yeah. There's not much that I am not grateful for. We're here. We're we pretty have... aware people, I think. We, have, we feel purposeful. Yeah. We have connection, support. We have animals in our lives that are amazing. We have, yeah. we're very, very, for lack of a better word, blessed. Yeah, we're pretty, and we're pretty appreciative. I yeah. think for the uh, yeah, that we, we we talk about the things that we have a lot. Mm-hmm. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Ooh. Wow, you want to take it or do I? I, you know, people who raised us listen to this podcast. Yes, and I think that. There are things that maybe I could say I would have liked to change, but I do tend to be the person that thinks that, like, everything that happened is experience and what has gotten me to the point that I'm at now. So there really isn't much that I would change, maybe other than the fact that I wish that I grew up around more people that were different than me yeah i think that's the biggest thing it's a big thing i thought yeah like and the role that would have played in the people raising me so my parents would maybe they put themselves around people that are like a lot and i'm not just like oh being around like or like living next to black people or asian Mm -hmm. people or like different minorities or anything like that but just being like kind of actively putting yourself yeah in, in situations Taking the choice to, exactly yeah. Ma- maybe making a little bit more of an effort to be around people that are totally different from you um but other than that not I, to even say that that could even mean that you had different thought but just yeah. some, something i think that that could have made um, you grew up in ex- context Lindsay yeah. grew up in extremely rural white christian conservative area yeah yeah 
but yeah, so if, if I could have been, and, and even in that area, I know that there are people that I could have surrounded myself by because in your most white Christian conservative areas, there's still people who oh, are, who are around there that, yeah. um, big time it's not like there's just none there's no people like that it's they don't feel safe segregation is still very real in the south yeah absolutely but if an effort would made would was being made then that could have happened so i think that would have been cool because there would have been a lot i probably would have had a lot less awkward conversations as an adult yeah if i yeah yeah, of just not knowing things or maybe like miss saying things or you're also really good about self-education yeah but and and that's why I'm saying like and I think I'm good at self education because of the way that I was brought up and yeah. my parents were really awesome and on top of oh your parents are amazing yeah I love your parents yeah they they really are like self thinkers and they they encourage I don't even you to think research. this is about your parents I think this is about where where like situationally sure. regionally where you were yeah because like I agree with those things mm-hmm. but I would also add that I was raised by. I will say I was raised by one person who very, like, singularly wrapped me into their life. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing, I won't even go into it, would be that I would just want to be the kid. I would just want to go back and be a child. I never got to be a child. I don't even know how to nurture myself because I never knew what it meant to have an identity that was nurtured. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one parent who did their very best given my circumstances and if they ever listen they'll know exactly who they are and if the other one listens they know exactly what they did Mm -hmm. and I don't feel guilty for saying that um I would have been nurtured and validated and cared for Mm -hmm. um and not have been treated like a uh problem (laughs) like I was in the way right on top of those other things yeah just I, I would just want consistency because I did grow up in the city I grew up in a place where I was around people who were very different from me but I didn't have consistency and I was so busy focusing on one person throughout my entire childhood my entire childhood mm-hmm. that I had no space and no energy and no time to focus on anyone but that one person because I was too busy being the adult from a very young age and I'm only being so real about that because I think that that's a very real thing that that's a very people real, experience. Mm-hmm, a very, probably a common reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you maybe would like to change that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you could. Anyways, take four minutes. We don't have to take four minutes. And tell your partner, my partner, I guess we're Lindsay, partners in this today. your life story in as much detail as possible. I, I think we do that in this podcast. We do this already. Yeah. That's literally what Shut Up and Be Nice is. So. Yeah. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Ooh. I would like to have the quality where I say what I mean the first time that I say it instead of talking in circles and taking forever to get into the point. That was literally mine. (laughs) I just want to say what the hell I mean and say it right the first time. Boundaries. The ability to just be like, this is what I want and this is what I don't want. Not, yes, I agree with that. I'm specifically thinking, because I have, I talk in circles in my own brain and it takes so long to come up to the conclusion of something. Or like, I wish I didn't have to learn the hard way 
for everything for every lesson that I learn. I wish I could just understand that this is something that I should do and that I should and it's that I do it. Yeah. That's what I would like. No, I was because I'm, I'm, you know, so similar. I was the first thing that came to mind was just like, say what you mean. Say what you fucking mean. Say what you need to say. Let's move on to the second set set of questions. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future or anything else, what would you want to know? Ooh, that's a good question. You go first. Do you know? I do know. Okay. I'm not afraid of death. I'm not. So you want to know how to die? I want to know how I'm going to die. I do. It's a big, it's a big thing I think about a lot. I, I am not afraid of the afterlife. I am not afraid of energy, rebirth. I have a very firm belief in spirituality and that I probably will go on to be something else. However, I am very afraid that I will go on to be a shark. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I'm afraid that I'm going to rebirth as something that is fucking terrifying. And I I just want to know. I don't care about if it hurts. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm afraid of some ways of dying. But yeah. I, I'm just afraid of what... I'm not afraid of what comes next, but I am... I just, I just want to know, like, am I gonna be afraid? <laughs> am I gonna be scared the whole time? Because I'm already living this life afraid. Right. Am I gonna be afraid? That's literally it. I, I just, I just, I just don't want to be afraid. Yeah. I, I like if I could have a ne- another life as another human being, that'd be chill. Maybe I don't know, but even that's yeah. scary. Like, See, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know because if the answer is yes, you'll still be afraid. Then I will only be living. And even more fear. I don't know. So I don't want to know that. I just, I just want to know, like, what's next. I don't want to know that. I think. I don't, but I don't, I don't even at have the same the, time. My little fucking lizard brain can't handle that right now. Yeah. No, it's I so just, real. I would love to know what. I would like to know what the numbers for the next upcoming lottery would be, and then that would be it. Oh, bitch, that's smart. That's what I want. You're thinking way more direct than me. I'm just being honest with myself. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah, I no, want to know what the lottery is I, so that I can just take care of whatever the fuck I have going I on have, right now. If, if I watch a YouTube video or something or a documentary about space dude, or the ocean, I'm like, that's way too vast yeah. and it's scaring me. Right. Can someone narrow, like, put this in layman's terms This is me? too vast. There, that gives me too much possibility. Exactly. I'm done. Anyways, let's go on. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? I think we're living out our dreams. Yeah, I think so, too. In a, mic- in a microcosmic way. I sure. mean, we... We're taking the steps that we need to. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that needs much of an answer. Yeah. I think that we had a coming-to-God moment Sure. this year where we were like, let's just do the things that mm-hmm. we want to do. We might have bigger understandings of those things but we're gonna take small steps to do them yeah same yeah. i agree all right what is the greatest accomplishment of your life wow mm. i know what mine is what is it finishing an education yeah going to beauty school and finishing and doing it and having a career i mean it's it might not be the end-all be-all of my life i think that i might want to do more but i did it and I've never completed anything in my life. I didn't finish high school. I 
have hardly completed a lease. I mean, I, I've completed some leases, but really not many. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't, we've talked about this before. We don't complete. Yeah, we don't finish things. I completed beauty school, and not only did I do it, but I went on to be a hairstylist, and I'm a damn good hairstylist. Yeah. Fuck here you are. Yeah. I mean, I did it. That's yeah. that's the biggest accomplishment of my life thus far. I want I mean, that's a that's an amazing accomplishment. And that yeah. could be my only accomplishment and I would be very happy. But I think I want more and I'm pursuing more. And that's it. That's all I have right now. What about you? I think I've been privileged enough to never have a doubt that I was going to do hair and get and complete that. Yeah. Thankfully and nothing. You're also damn good at it thank you (laughs) i it was just one of those things where i knew that that's what i wanted to do that's what i was going to do and unless something very like very tragic or traumatic or like crazy happened that it was going to get done and i didn't which we've had happen yeah but like unless something happened to where like it was like physically impossible for me to do that. Yeah. So like, and yeah, like, yeah. like if I broke my arm, like my yeah. hands yeah, or something, totally. you know. Totally. So if some, or if like my parents, you know, thankfully they were. When when I say I was privileged, I mean my parents were able to pay for my schooling, and I had a grandmother that I could live with for free and live in Florida. So if I didn't have those situations, but if I didn't do that, then I'd make it work another way, hopefully. But anyways, so I won't say that that is my biggest accomplishment. I think my biggest accomplishment that I feel the best about is um, the way that I am able to, I have worked on myself and I don't know, I guess I just like, I've worked on myself enough to where I'm able to give to others. I was gonna say, if I could tell you something that you have done that is incredible, as somebody who is older than you, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not much older than you, but I, you know that my sister mm-hmm. gives to me freely and like supports me but i watch you do it my sister my sister's in her late in her mid to late 30s she gives to me how you are able to in your early 20s to other people around you i and and even for me like in play in times when i've been like i don't know dude i don't know what happened yeah something's not right i i messed up and I mean, luckily I haven't really had to follow through on that, but I've yeah. been like, Lindsay, I don't know. Right. If I need it, do you Because yeah. I'm always the person that's like, I don't know what I did. Yeah. No, I'm, like, and that that is, I, that is like what I love doing. And I love yeah. like making sure people around me feel taken care of in whatever way that that needs to be. Yeah. I'm so, so like, glad I've never had to like cash in on that, but. Yeah. No, exactly. I but, mean, I, I I think maybe I have, like, once, but... I mean, like, for very, very small things. But, but. you are just, like... This bitch is... <laughs> how old are you? 24? Yeah. She's 24. I'm 27. And if, if anybody wasn't going to make rent next month, it would be me. <laughs> and she would make my rent. Like, let's just put it that way. We haven't... It's, it hasn't ever been at that point, but... Yeah. It would be her. Anyways. Yeah, that's what I feel I feel good about. <gasps> I like this next question. What do you oh, that's precious. What do you value most in a friendship? Um I feel like that's also what this whole podcast is about. Mm-hmm. But narrowing it down very specifically, 
and it's a little corny to say, but I'll elaborate a bit. But loyalty, and by loyalty, I mean very much like full, like on your team. Yeah. The most, like she being, could, she could do yeah. nothing. Like Lindsay could do nothing short. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it would be it. Would, you would have to murder somebody for me yeah. to be like. Homie, I don't know. Yeah, I don't and know I would just I and that. I would just say I would only say I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can be on that. No, team. loyal. I mean, we're fire. We are both fire signs. I don't yeah. know if we made that abundant abundantly clear enough. Right. We are both fire signs. We are very loyal. Yeah. Ex- loyalty takes the cake. And loyalty, I think, as fire signs, it doesn't take much for us to be loyal to yeah. other people. And so when people reciprocate that, that is like my, that is like. Top I value tier. loyalty. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. Like, just if somebody like, ride fucks, for me like I'm going to ride for you. Yeah. Y'all. If somebody fucks you over, fucks me over, I'm going to be like, I mean, maybe I'll be amicable to them, but I love you. Yeah. And, and if on, you don't want the, me to be am, amicable to them, I'm not going to be that. Yeah. If that's, if that's what you really truly. To feel supported. Right. If that's what you need for me to do to make you and feel And honesty. Better, yeah. But that that's a double-edged sword of. Mm-hmm. of loyalty is that we're going to also be brutally honest. Very honest. She has told me multiple times when I'm being out of pocket that, hey, you're being out of pocket. Right. And you yeah. got to get real and realize that what you want is unrealistic and it's not fair and you've mm-hmm. also been that bitch. Yeah. I think we're very good at checking each other and that's what that's where loyalty comes in because being it, it's almost like familial because yeah. I think the only other people in your life that you truly are loyal to or your family are your family and whether Even that's a chosen family be. yeah and whether it's chosen family or not that's why so many people have you know and if that loyalty is there you're able like i'm able with you mm. you and i am you will know this as we grow as a podcast but mm. i am sensitive i am oh they hurt me yeah. <laughs> but Lindsay is like so like yeah they hurt you and is loyal to me in that way that like she always honors the way that i feel hurt mm-hmm. and that's why i always trust her with my feelings because she's ne- even if even if she's still chill with that person or yeah even if i'm like playing devil's advocate i'm also not going to be like she well, honors my experience mm-hmm. yeah you honor my experience and i i mean i think i do that with you I, too yeah i absolutely agree you're a little less controversial than me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I, and I feel like I've said this about you a lot, but you are very much like the sky is falling. I know. You are, what is it, Chicken Little? I you know. truly are Chicken Little in I that, know. like, this is I the know. end of the world. I and, know. And but, then I'm over it in a and week. And then you're over it in 20 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not even going to, we're not even going to talk about the fact that that was absurd. That we don't even talk, listen to you do that for that we long. We don't even talk about things that, you ask me at this point about things that bother me. And I'm like, oh, I'm over it. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, we're, we're moving past that. But I mean, I, I also try to be aware of like, no, that things feel very real in the moment. And just because you feel them more intensely than me doesn't mean that it's like, dumb for me (laughs) for you to feel it's when you recall things because we're so close 
I think we forget to tell each other some things sometimes. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, I didn't tell you. And it's this intense thing. Yeah. And it's when you share those things with me and I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're close. Yeah. Because we're so close that we don't spend our time talking about the flares of our lives. Yeah. The dramatic flare. Right. Exactly. We talk to each other about the... The sky is falling topics. Yeah. The actual sky is falling. Right. I don't talk to you anymore so much about those things. I Unless mean, we just like happen to be around yeah, at that time. Yeah. yeah. Or like we're experiencing it at the same time together. Yeah. Anyways. That's hilarious. That is so funny. What is your most treasured memory? Ooh, let's try to do one without each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I feel like if I was on a Tinder date, I would be like... I think I know mine. Okay. No, I don't. Oh, I know mine. Okay. It's a little sad. Okay. All right. So, what is your most treasured memory? It's not treasured in the sense that it is treasured like... It's not positive, necessarily. But it is... It's a collective memory. My sister is pretty sick. Uh, she has health issues. Um, I remember to the day, the day we found out that my sister had an autoimmune disease when I was in, in, a, in a debilitative autoimmune disease. I was at my grandmother's house and my sister was always my hero. Like she made mistakes, but I, we, she raised me. Yeah. To be like, we protect each other and we look out for each other. Mm -hmm. Especially because the person who raised us didn't. Mm -hmm. One of the people who raised us didn't. And I remember her finding out that she was sick and it impacted me deeply. But my most treasured memory from that is that she has reframed my life to be more positive and I've learned a lot about not feeling confined by things. Sure. Um, whether that be within your direct control or outside of. I, yeah. I think that's, I, it's weird to say that because it's sad and I wish that she wasn't disabled, mm -hmm. um, but she is. Mm -hmm. And I have learned a lot and I know that she's learned a lot and she is truly incredible. Yeah. So, in a weird way, that is my most treasured memory. Mm -hmm. Not treasured, but maybe most revered memory. Mm. I have reverence for it and respect for it. That outweighs any other memory. It, it, it impacts me daily. Right. And it probably impacts a lot of memories you have of yourself, Yeah, too. absolutely. And she is, my sister is who I have learned my greatest life lessons from. And she listens to this podcast, so I Hillary. love you, Hillary. We love you, girl. Lindsay loves you, too. Uh, I don't think you even realize how much I've learned from you. That's, that's usually how it is, too. Mm -hmm. Mine's pretty short and sweet. It's playing cards with my grandma, who passed, like, a couple years ago. But Aww. we would always play cards in her Does kitchen. she gamble? No, my other grandma <laughs> does. Ooh, actually, I will say both of my very treasured memories is my... Nana taking me to game rooms for the first time and gambling. The oh woman is God. so lucky. She's just one of those people who's lucky and she wins so much money. It's crazy. She would take me and, you know, we'd parade through the game rooms and that was always fun. And then my other grandma 
uh, we would always just play cards in her kitchen and it was very fluorescent uh, <laughs> lighting in there but it, her house always smelled so good and she was a massage therapist and so like the smell of her essential oils yeah and cards that memory dirty alone. old cards yeah yeah loved it very my, treasured very special time my dad my dad's mom she died when i was very young and and it was his adoptive mother um mm-hmm. lots of card games yeah it's kind of a, like a older generation thing too is card games but yeah love it if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, Jesus. would you change anything about the way you are living now and why? No. I mean, I maybe I'd... I wouldn't either. Yeah. Because I, 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 don't, I don't live that way. Yeah. Neither do you. What does friendship mean to you? We Literally just... everything. And also, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loyalty and just being yourself and, yeah. and being true. Being and... nice to people. Yeah, yeah we're good. What roles do you love in affection play? What? Oh, wait. What roles do you love in affection play in your life? Ooh. I would say probably a big role because I also I don't just reserve love and affection. Maybe affection because I'm not super, like, physically affectionate. I was about to say, you are lying. Yeah. No, no, no. I, but, like, I, show affe- I do show affection very often, but just not in, like, physical ways, I think. So I think love and affection probably play a huge role you're a very like i'm gonna check in on you yeah affectionate person yeah like i'll check in on people i'll make sure people are doing i'll make sure that people are doing right by them i'll be encouraging and so i think love and affection is playing a role in almost every relationship i have with people around me other i mean i wouldn't even say like even with my clients like there's a level of like love and affection that i have for people that i don't even like make space for in my personal life so i would say a huge role well you don't have space for yeah exactly you know my answer to that question i don't have love and affection in my life anyways (laughs) read the next question (laughs) um okay alternate share alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner share a total of five times so five positive characteristics Okay. Jeez, have we not been doing this this whole time? Yeah. I feel like by the time you get through this date, you're going to be so exhausted. Yeah, you're like, oh. So maybe pick like a solid four that you like and then do this. I mean, I can pick five. Oh, no, I mean like four things from this list in your date. Because <laughs> if you go through 32, you'd be so mentally drained. I mean. But yes, we can do. I, I am definitely. I, I, I mean, I can just say five. We don't have to elaborate. Yeah. Uh, you are deeply supportive and oh my god does it take a lot to support me (laughs) um let's just be honest about that you're fluid in the in the i change all the time i'm Mm -hmm. like this i'm that and you're Mm -hmm. like yes 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 we're here for it you're so loyal you're a very good friend i mean even in in the best kind of loyalty to where you're like hey, I'm not going to, like, come through in the ways that your emotional self right now wants me to come through on that, but I'm going to make you feel, not make, that's not manipulative, but, like, you still, you just know the way to speak to my brain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, you're so communicative, Mm -hmm. which is I'm 100% a talker and I need to talk through things Mm -hmm. and we'll, talk we'll facetime each other and like call each other and just talk through some shit and also you motivate me like this i could i could keep going on but like these are like the first things that come to mind like you're so motivational and like 
you drive me to keep doing the things that I do. Oh. Can you come up with five as easy as I did? Right. <laughs> Was that five? Um, pro- yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I just can't stop thinking about how nice that was this is so touching this is so sweet i love this i'm gonna love editing this too okay so i'm trying not to like just take everything that you said because i do think a lot of that really applies to you but i want to maybe hone in a little bit i think specifically the um the way that a positive (laughs) i'm looking at her right now i am like i'm looking at her in a way that would be disgusting to say these things to you (laughs) maybe no i i love the way that you make anybody that you meet whether you've known them for a little while or a long time you're very good at making people feel like all of your attention is going to them and like you're really good at like yeah, I guess just making people feel like what they're saying matters and like giving Aww. the spotlight to people. And I think even though you being a fire sign and a lot of, and especially a Leo, it can be one of those people who's like, you like the spotlight and you want things to be about you all the time. You're really good at like making other people feel that too, which can I be do. hard for a lot of Leos. So I do. Yeah. I'm a July Leo though. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're good at doing that. Not feelings Leo. Yeah. I think you're good at, a, a positive characteristic would be that you enjoy cooking and i even though it's very like like a physical thing i still think that like someone who enjoys cooking especially cooking for other people it's a different kind of like nurturing and giving and that's specific to you um and you're good at educating people in a way that they can be educated so putting things into very simple and realistic terms or maybe not simple but just very like i'm dying right now by the way i'm dying i'm folding over myself (laughs) i love this yeah no this is great i'm so happy we're doing this um but yeah educating people and having teachable moments with people that like they're able to take things away from it's so hard for me to hear this but it's so sweet (laughs) i don't know how many i'm on now that was three. That was three. I'm counting. <laughs> oh, she ended at three. I lost. My I love those three though. Well, like I said, I'm trying to get specific. I don't know if she'd be like, "You're loyal and you're very funny." I know. I feel like a fucking asshat now for being like, "You're loyal. You're honest. You're trustworthy." Well, no, those are good ones. That's what I would have said if you didn't say it. Oh God. Let's you can see. repeat. Yeah, and you're good with dogs. Thanks. That's I. I mean, there's not a lot of people that's, who can be good bi- with dogs. No, that's big for me because yeah. I have a I have a special needs dog, and that yeah. is that is very not everybody can consuming do Consuming of my life. Yeah, and you're good at not faking things. I think that's something <laughs> I'm bad at faking things. Yeah. What you mean? Well, no, but like you're I, no, I, I don't know. Like I think I'm very good at faking it till I make it, but also being i'm also very good at being disappointed by people and when things aren't like when people don't read my mind I suck at being disappointed by people well this uh, is a plus and a negative yeah i'm good at beating the system oh i'm not saying that <laughs> you know that's my best quality it is <laughs> truly and that is all i will say about that that's all that is all how close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? We already touched on this kind of. Yeah. 
I am close with my family a lot. And we so both are, you. are. Yeah. I mean, I'm close with one part of my family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think my childhood was probably happy. Well, I didn't. My parents never were divorced. And like I said, they are very much like each other's soulmate. If that ever, if that's a thing, then they are. So I think I probably did grow up happier than other people's. For that fact alone, I had the privilege of having two parents that love each other and are still together. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't experience that. And they are able to have very happy child. And that's not to say that you can't have a happy childhood being a part of that kind of family dynamic. But I do think that that does play a large role. And not, I didn't, I never had to worry about that. Yeah. And that was, you know, a part. There are things that I did worry about, but that was never one of them. Yeah. Um, my childhood sucked and ruled and that's yeah. about as much as i want to talk about that question um perfect 24 how do you feel about your relationship with your mother um can we skip that we question? could just skip that question i mean i love your mother yeah um we love flora go listen to her podcast uh live with flora yeah <laughs> make three true we statements for each for instance, we are both in this room feeling. Uh, we're both in this room feeling vulnerable. We're both in this room feeling recorded. <laughs> when we both are in this room after consuming three Modellos. Yeah, we're both in this room feeling like we need to move on to the next question. Yeah, facts. 26. Complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. I wish I had someone who could share... I wish I their food and by them share their food with me. I mean, I just give me the food. I literally was about to say French fries. Yeah. Like if I was eating cheesecake and we were supposed to be sharing the cheesecake, I would want someone to just stay here to have it all. I can't eat cheesecake anymore. And you know that. So maybe you are that person. (laughs) I wish I could eat French fries with somebody, but I'm not eating French fries. Some of these questions are repetitive. Yeah, we're going to cut out some of this. Um, share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh, Jesus. Do you have one? I've got so many, I don't even know how to gather it. Okay, one specifically that comes to mind. So I was homeschooled for a long, like, a lot of my education. Mm -hmm. But I did go to high school, and so the first day of high school, I go to homeroom, and before i went because obviously being homeschooled i didn't wake up as early as i had to to be in school and so i ate breakfast a lot earlier than i normally do and i'm very regular with my bowel movements (laughs) and that morning and i've heard this yeah that morning in particular we didn't have any milk but we had like coffee creamer so i had cereal with coffee creamer no so it was really heavy on my stomach and I get to homeroom and I have no. to poop and I already have anxiety, but like I have a very specific form of anxiety, which I know a lot of people probably have this too. But when you have to poop and you feel like you won't be able to, or like you'd be able to get there in time, or in my case, I didn't know where the bathrooms were because this is the first day of school. <laughs> and I literally oh, asked no. the homeroom, my teacher, if I could go to the bathroom and he says, hold on, we'll be done in 10 minutes. But what he didn't know is I had already been holding it for 10 minutes longer before yeah. I got the courage to You're ask done. him. So I had to interrupt him a second time and no. say, no, I, I really do have to go to the bathroom. And so I get my, or I like, I go to the bathroom and halfway there, the bell rings for class change. I'm finding the bathroom and then I poop. 
finally find Aww. it and, but i end up like having to run and i'm running as people are like coming out of their classrooms for class change and you're then, probably going back to your locker or something well we didn't have lockers but or like we oh. did but nobody used them because everyone had like but also, you have, like, not ever been in school before. I know. And so I go to the bathroom, come back, and then I have to go back to homeroom to get my book bag and everything. So I have this, like, walk of shame I'm, back. like, chewing my nails. I know. It was really embarrassing. I think about it now. Also, Mr. Lott was my homeroom teacher, and I didn't like you. And that'll be that. <laughs> I didn't like you. I didn't like you. Okay, so my most embarrassing moment is... N- okay, wait. Just embarrassing moment in your life. I was like, I was like do I have ramifications so mine is similar pooping no not pooping but i was it was way i I think i might have been in like kindergarten or something but i went to montreal um with my family and i i think it might have been in vancouver it was either montreal or vancouver i went skiing with my family like we all went skiing it Mm -hmm. was not i just went skiing it was everybody and I had to pee really bad, and I was skiing. Mm-hmm. And they asked us. And you're wearing us, so much when you're skiing. Oh, when you're a baby, especially oh like a baby human. But they asked us before we went out <laughs> under the ski slopes, "Do you have to pee?" And I said, "No." No, of course not. But then we got out. <laughs> we got out. Oh, you just wait. We got out to the ski slopes, and they were like, "All right." let's go and then i said hold on a minute i gotta pee i had no shame <laughs> no shame that they asked us 20 minutes ago do we have to pee and i oh. said no oh, i just was like i have to pee and they were like well we're already out here we're having a class you gotta wait and i said oh hell no i peed all 20 layers of my ski pants in my thermals and everything i peed through all of it and i remember it is one of my earliest memories to this day of me deciding i could hold it but i'm not going to. but i'm not going to and i peed myself <laughs> did you keep skiing no you like had to go no back. i pe- i literally said i have to pee the guy the man leading my ski class said no and i said oh fuck that and i peed myself and he took me back and he was like you seriously peed yourself and i was like yep (laughs) and i i visually i visually remember the bathroom that i was being changed in and dried out in i remember all of it and my my mom and my my dad came and they were like oh my god she peed oh my god You're ruining the trip and i didn't care yeah, yeah. and i told my I mom i i my mom is a nuisance in my life <laughs> but i t- i told her i said i had to pee and they did not take me back to pee and my that's all my mom needed to hear she was like oh well then you're fine yeah you told him no it's fine i peed myself I peed through all 20 layers of my ski, <laughs> my ski costume. <laughs> costume. It felt like a costume. It was oh, like yeah. thermals. It's insane. It, it's, it, what, what, what parents put their child in when they're going skiing is nuts. Yeah. You look like a little pack of peanuts. Oh, yeah, you do. Quit yawning. Yeah, no, sorry. When did you last cry in front of another person 
Or by yourself. Oh, I cried last week. I don't remember the last time I cried in front of a person. Probably at work. Yeah, just like feeling defeated. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? Oh, there's plenty of things. So many things. Um, If your life has been se- severely affected by an experience or like something that's outside of your control, like your identity, then it should not be joked mm-hmm. about. My general rule, though, I will say that I've kind of lived by and was taught from a very young age, you never joke about people's looks ever because no. people... It doesn't, like, if someone's bigger, smaller, taller, shorter, pretty, ugly, whatever. What control do they have over any Exactly. If you can't change it in 20 seconds, don't comment on it. And if that's the best you've got, then you're not being creative. Because there's, there's been so many instances in my life where I've been so, like, these people are so rude and emotionally ugly that that's all you need that's all you need to make them feel like shit about themselves and to be honest what's gonna make people feel like the most shit about themselves is something that they're doing on purpose or something that they could change and they're actively not changing it and spotify says that we're a comedy podcast and we don't make fun of people right for what they can't control so that's not comedy (laughs) yeah find funnier shit funny shit is like shit making fun of people who are ourselves or yeah or like making fun of i don't know you could there's so much shit that you can make fun of we don't need to talk about whether or not someone's bigger smaller taller shorter whatever the fuck else yeah if they've got weird moles and that's not whatever that's also not even funny yeah like just be funnier i don't know do better yeah oh wait that was it um if you were to die this evening with Jesus. no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Um, I'd probably regret not telling somebody the last time my dog was fed because that would probably mean that my dog didn't get fed one Yeah, meal. that's so real. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Wow, that is, that's it. Yeah, All that's right. It. Um, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be? Uh, you ain't got nothing here but your yearbook. Yeah. No, I wouldn't give a shit about my yearbook. I I know what it might be. I probably should, if like pictures as like yeah, a photo album. Ex- I was going to say the pictures on your fridge. Yeah. Well, no, because all those, um, there's uh, there's copies of those. Uh, the money in your cabinet. No, it's not even enough for it to matter. It looked like enough. No, it's like a hundred bucks. Oh. No, it'd probably be like, um, I have a photo album of pictures that I got from my parents that they've had for a long time. That, they've, that like, would be mine. Yeah, they like, it's not even pictures of anything, but it's like, it, it's pictures of things that are not. Like, they're, like, one of one. There's a few articles of clothing. I would go... Yeah. I would grab that, like... They were there and ready to be taken. Yeah, they're very dear. And then I would go... 
to a box of photographs underneath my bed. That would be it. Yeah. It's really just pictures. Pictures that haven't been copied because my dad's really good about having hard drives of a lot of photos. Yeah, my parents didn't do that. Yeah. And I have a lot of those pictures. But anyways, of all the people in your family, who's death would you find the most disturbing mm, either of my youngest siblings my younger siblings it would be my sister yeah. all right anyways you need, you need to, need to go. i mean my dad too yeah i think when i think disturbing but though, i mean i think my siblings because that feels way more unnatural yeah than and also it, it's, family, it's like your parents you while we're being honest here my dad is my person yeah um it's hard to say between your parents but mm-hmm that's my person that's the that, that's my parent that raised me yeah it would be my sister or my dad um yeah. which is pretty much the only family i have yeah and but when you think disturbing it'd probably be more disturbing that was your sister because yeah. naturally a well, lot of times your parents pass well, before you it's my sister is well yeah no it, yeah mm. it would be no you're right i get because like naturally your parents like it's you think that your parents are gonna die before you unless yeah. something traumatic happens. i just it, the two of them it I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, kinda, I, it would equally be. It really destroys me. Terrible. Yeah, it would destroy me. Yeah. We're on the last question. Read it, Lindsay. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back how you've seen how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. What's a problem you have, Lindsay? How it? long this podcast is? Maybe. Yeah. A, a problem that I've been having is make it good oh man today i don't have anything screaming at me <sighs> snooze alert not no. much is going on what problem do you have that your dog loves me more than you yeah ollie That's loves honey's a little bit more Lindsay's dog loves me more yeah no the problem i have right now is that i'm trying to get my dogs to not sleep on the bed because they're ruining our sleep and we just oh, got a bed that's... Oh, because they push y'all into the crevices. Yes. Well, we just got a new bed, and it's huge. You but... got a new bed? Yeah. My parents gave me a California king bed. What? I know. But still, I was like, Jake, have you been that's sleeping like good? That's like been the last two days. Yeah. They brought it Saturday. But the dogs are still assholes, and so we finally are... Y'all have a California king bed, and y'all... Yes. Look at your dog, by the I way. I know. They take up so much fucking space. But look at him. I know. He's... His legs are against the wall. He's insane. He has no concept of space. But I love that he's just... Living his best life. But my biggest problem? I ain't got no problems that are too big to solve on my own. That's facts. Machine. Yeah, you know, these questions are a little bit redundant. That's my biggest question. That's my biggest problem. Yeah, I think probably... But you I did can like take, them. Yeah, they were fine. If you're trying to find someone... I don't necessarily feel like we had any come to Jesus moment. I did like the five things by yourself, but I feel like that's a question that you'd ask someone that you already know or know more about. Yeah. Because if you're on a first date with somebody... You ain't got five things. You don't know enough. I mean, you could maybe say physical things, but... Ollie's whiskers are five things I love about her. Yeah, her freckles. Let's wrap this up. Good night. (laughs) This is the podcast. This is the podcast. Hope you liked it. If you didn't, fuck off. That's something that you could work on between now and next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.